Media. Pastor Anthony and Seth are back at you this week with another episode of Engaged. Today, our hot topic we are tackling is, when is it time to leave a church? Have you ever been in church and for whatever reason, you get antsy and you say to yourself, I think it's time to start looking elsewhere. Well, this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. So three, two, one, let's get into it. Okay. Um, I start off with a joke. Um, guy stranded on an island for a number of years. He gets rescued, and the rescuer is walking along the beach, and he sees there are three structures that are built along the along the beach. Goes up to the guy who was stranded and says, "Hey, what are these three structures?" Guy says, "Well, that one is my house, and that one's my church." He said, well, "What's the third one?" He said, "That's the church I used to go to." <laughs> I feel like that's how a lot of people's relationships with churches are: is that there is now, like we went to a different, a lot of different churches growing up, but that's because we moved we moved a lot. Typically, when we moved somewhere, we were at that church until we left. And no, granted, that was always like a, between a year and four years. But um, I mean, my. Our relationship with churches, we've seen a lot of different churches, but in the churches we've been at, typically speaking, most people who are under the age, and we could talk about why this is, people who are under the age of, let's just say, 40 or 30, typically don't stay at one church for longer than, I would say, four years, unless that was, that's the church that their parents go to, that they were raised in, they were baptized in, confirmed in, they met their husband there. Like, unless that happens, typically speaking, the average person under the age of 40 or 30 doesn't stay at a church for longer than four years. Mm -hmm. That's my experience. I don't know if there's a statistic that would say that, but... Well, tell us, why do you theorize that that's the case? There's a couple things. One, I think a lot of it has to do with how many people are their age in the church, which I understand wholeheartedly. If you're at a church... And you're surrounded by people who are much older than you, who are in a different season of life than you, then it's really tough to feel like you're a part of this community of people when you, there's no one there who is your age going through the same things as you. Like one of the things I like about our church is that we are, there's a lot of people who are my age or in maybe in the next season of life that I'm starting to get into that I feel like, hey, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. Um, and then the, the thing is, is that if, if you're, let's say you're 19 or 20 years old, um, and you're going to a church where the predominant amount of people in that church are in their 60s and 70s, you're going to want to have friends who are about the same age as you. And if your friends aren't going to that church, you're going to seek that community outside of the church instead of inside the church. So typically speaking, you're going to get unsatisfied with going because one of the major things about church is that it's you're not just learning about God, but you're also you're learning about God in the midst of a greater community of people. It, the, the community is what makes that is what kind of brings that all together. And if you're not feeling that community, it pulls you away. And then the last one, more simpler explanation is is that people I think have a very backwards view on what the purpose of church is. I feel like we have in our society today a, a consumer relationship with church instead of covenant relationship. Consumer being like how we treat sheets 
or McDonald's where there's that place has a product and you go to get that product if the price changes or the product changes you'll go somewhere else where you can get the same product for cheaper and more consistently where a covenant is more like a relationship like I'm gonna stick with you through your worst moments because I love you I care for you I'm not here just to get something from myself I'm here to also give something yeah I feel like most people have the McDonald's approach to church right not the relationship part of church right I, I think I, I definitely agree with that that the consumerism has crept into the church and and people have those glasses on that they're approaching church that way they don't understand that they're there to contribute, mm-hmm. and it's not—it's not even a, a is what the, what is the church doing? And there's me in the church. It's you are the church. You you are an extension of this church. You're the body of Christ, um, and I see that as a huge problem. Now, with that in mind, if you are if you see yourself in a covenant with a church, it's like you're married. It's like entering a family, and I say that when people uh, join the church. I said it last week, mm-hmm. where it's. You know, there are times in your family where things go great, and there are times in your family when things aren't going so great. There's everything in between, but you're still at the table with them. You know, you don't get up and say, well, I'm going to cut you out of my life because you messed up once, yeah. or because I'm not happy with a sermon, or because of one thing that's maybe lacking. You're part of that family. Mm-hmm. And so, it's with that in mind, I have some points that I'm going to share with you Um of, these are some reasons not to leave a church, and one reason is is that either the leader or someone in leadership sins. Um, every single person is is fallible. Everybody falls and makes mistakes. Um, even your pastor is a human. Your 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 elder board is they're they're human beings. You know. Now I'm not talking about an egregious, um, uh, continual, obstinate sinning lifestyle mm-hmm. I'm talking about falling into sin you know a, 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 a like David mm-hmm. in the Old Testament you know he's, he messed up royally you know that that kind of thing um, so so that's one that's one I think area that you need to be careful just to jump ship um, remember you you should want to restore relationships not not be an amputee of relationships you know that that's important to understand we're called to, to restore those around us as christians and that takes hard work it takes love it takes patience it takes ra- time it takes time rather than just you know cutting someone out of your life that's the easy thing to do the second thing i think is important is you have your primary doctrinal issues and you have your secondary i'm not leaving a church based off of secondary issues. I mean, I'm just not, and I don't think you should too. You know, there's gospel central issues, and we're going to get into that on probably, you know, the reasons of why you should leave a church. Mm-hmm. We're talking about secondary issues. Those are matters of style. Um, maybe maybe you differ a little bit in, in how you worship, or maybe, you know, this is, you, you prefer pews rather than uh, theater-style seating. Look, if you're going to get into that, then you're never going to be happy in any church. Those are secondary things. They're not primary. So I would not leave a church because of those reasons. Mm. Another one is being uh, is for disunity and discord. And what I mean is there's anytime you get a group of people together, there's there's always going to be problems. 
that's just the nature of man. If you haven't figured that out by now, then then you need to wake up a little bit. Because as soon as you get more than one or two people in the room, there's always discord, mm. depending on the degree of it. So now imagine you're adding more and more and more and more people, called a church. Not everything is going to go swimmingly. Like, it's already built into the idea that when you get a group of people together, not everything is going to go perfectly um, not everything's going to go smoothly. And again, your role as a as as being in covenant or a marriage is when you see those things, it's your your job to help correct them. It's it's you're going to ask yourself instead of being part of the problem, say, okay, there's this discord or there's this problem. How can I be part of the solution? How can I bring unity to this disunity? So, you know, you don't just jump ship because because of that. Um, that takes an attitude of, like, when you're going to church, you're going into it with the attitude that you're not there to just receive, you're there to also give as well, which means your lifestyle is going to change by being a part of that community, by being a part of that church. And, uh, uh, was it, uh, Peter in First Peter has this description of the church being like a wall, like a, like a stone wall. Well, if you think about what a stone wall is, it's one brick or one stone being supported by the stones below it, but it's also supporting the ones that are above it. If you take one stone out, it affects the integrity and the structure of that wall. In the church, if someone isn't doing their, if someone is only receiving and not giving, that means they're only they're only being supported. They're not supporting other people, and that affects the integrity of the church. So one of the major problems that I think a lot of churches are having is people who are there saying, "I I want to get this 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 out of the church. I'm not willing to give anything to make that happen. I'm not willing to be a part of it. I don't want my lifestyle to change. I just want to receive the benefits of the church and not give into it." Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, um, we, I have a few more ideas here. You're not growing as a person. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like being a part of a job and you sit down with someone that's had, you know, five jobs in 10 years. And you're going, well, it's probably not the job, it's you. But because you hit the wall or something doesn't go your way, you end up just leaving and bringing all your problems with you. Instead mm. of staying and working through those issues, you actually become a better person, a better worker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good stuff. Uh, another one is personal offense, being personally offended by everything. And uh, there are a million reasons that you can walk into a church and be offended. If you're looking for them, you will be offended. You know, even if the, the pastor is preaching a message that is, is very, uh, I, I guess we would call it hell, you know, fire and brimstone, or he's touching on a subject that is real touchy to you, you know, should you leave a church because you, he's, they're preaching the truth, but it makes you uncomfortable? You started off a, with a story, and I actually, it's funny, I read this story earlier today. And um, the, the, the story goes where there's this lady who goes to the pastor and says, I'm leaving the church. And he asks why, and she says that the, the kids are rude and everyone's on their cell phones and people are gossips. And he said, that's fine, but I want you to do me a favor, come to church just one more time next week. And during the service, he gave her a glass of water that was completely full to the top. And he said, I want you to stand up and walk around while I preach with this. And at the end of the service, he asked her um, how church went. 
And she said, well, I didn't notice anyone gossiping. I didn't notice the disrespectful kids. And I didn't notice the cell phones. And he said, why? And she said, because I was focused on this water that you gave me. And he said, exactly. When you come to church, you're going to get what you're focused on. And instead, you were worried about people gossiping, people, um, kids being disrespectful, or people on their phones. But the real reason you're here is to focus on, on, on worship and, and the sermon and, and prayer and scripture and you know all that stuff. So... Again, if you're going to walk in church, man, we're broken people, you know? And so hmm. you need to just be careful about wanting to leave um, for any little reason. Hmm. Well, those, those, are the, those are the cautions. Those are cautions. So let's get into some of the reasons why you should leave a church. One, um, I think, obviously, if you move... Or the means to get to that church, like um, for majority of of our life, because we were raised Lutheran growing up, we would always go to a Lutheran church and a LCMS Lutheran Church Missouri Senate Church, which often caused us to drive a great deal out of our way because there wasn't one in our local area. So our our commute to church would always be forty minutes to a half hour everywhere we, we lived. For a lot of people, that just wouldn't that would not work. So if the commute to get there is just too much, then I would say it's you should probably look for a church that's close to your denomination, close by you. If it doesn't match up perfectly, that's that's fine. But I think that's one reason. Another issue is um, if you're seeing blatant sin in from the leadership of the church, and when I say blatant sin, I'm talking about you know, um, like the pastor is, um, like if he's lying, if he's manipulating people, if he's, if he's doing outright sins and he is unrepentant of it and the leadership of the church is willing to do nothing about it and they're unrepentant of allowing it or it going on, they're doing nothing about it. I'd say that is a good time. That's a good, um, reason to leave but do it so knowing asking yourself the question did i do everything that i could to help fix it mm. you know like don't just don't pull the parachute and jump out of the plane make sure that you have a clean conscience that you're leaving this this church because there's 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 nothing else that you can do um the other thing i would say is uh another good good reason is if they're just outright teaching, not secondary issues, but they're teaching um, primary issues that are just not aligned with scripture. Um, things that blatantly the Bible clearly talks about it and they're saying it doesn't talk about it or they're saying the Bible is saying this when it's clearly saying something else. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. You're, you've got your gospel Reasons, yeah. you know, if they're not teaching the clarity of Scripture, the centrality of the Bible, who Christ is, what salvation is, you know, all that stuff, um, then I think it's definitely time to go and find a church that is clearly standing on those things. And then I agree with you. the The second thing is is, is doctrinal, central doctrinal things um, are are super important. So those are the two big ones. I would I would throw caution to the wind for. Some of those other matters, you know, we talked about earlier. 
a lot of what we're, we're doing here again in this podcast is helping you to think through issues. Uh, what, what I don't like is people jumping from church to church to church. Yeah. You know, you have to think about what that does to your faith. And if you have a family, what that does to their, their faith, because in a sense, what you're doing is you're ripping a family from one church to another. And then let's say you don't like that church. Then you go to another Then you don't like that church. You go to another. Well, now your kids are grown. And you may have kids who go, wait a second, I have no ties. I'm like a leaf that's not part of a tree. Mm. You know, I have no church family. And so what you've done is you've jumped to four or five different churches and there's no church home. Whereas you could have just stuck it out and, you know, walked through, um, you know, uh, with a church. And now they have a church family. And, and the church family is very important for support and structure and loving environment for, for families. Um, yeah, right, hundred percent. And for the, I'd like to finish with just the, the biggest fallacy being taught right now, is that you can be an active Christian and not go to a church, because there's nothing in Scripture that that gives that impression at all. And in fact, I just went through this with the uh, confirmation, the uh, confirmation kids. I just read them just a bunch of verses just about what the church's purpose is, mm-hmm. and. Uh, one of our kids, Mark Mark Hackett Jr., made the uh, the point that every one of those verses talked about the church being a being a communal thing. Mm-hmm. None of it is there. You'll you will not find a lot of verses in the Bible that talk about the Christian life in a a individualistic manner. It's and, always talked about in a communal manner. And why that's important is because you're you're understanding that church is that way. It's again. You're, it's like you're a you're you're a big family. Mm-hmm. So you're you're imagine being at the dinner table, where you've been your whole life, and there's six t- chairs there, and you've eaten dinner every day there, and you enjoy it. Sure, there are good bad times, bad times, whatever, but now all of a sudden there's one empty chair. Well, you're like, oh, you know, we missed so and so, but then that continually happens. It affects the rest of the body. It does. It's someone you know and love. So, yeah. all right, the last thing I want to say is, is if you decide to leave your church, then here's my, my very, very strong suggestion. I would, A, make that clear to the pastor or leadership of why you're leaving. Um, don't just leave it a mystery. And then the second thing is, is when you do leave, don't, don't put a, the proverbial bomb in that church and blow it up. In other words, don't go around to the church after you leave and call all of its members or text all the members or send a letter of how bad somebody is or how evil somebody is or or how this church, you know, stinks compared to this other church. You know, leave and leave peace, peacefully. Be um, Always take the high road. You know, I don't think there's any pastor out there or leadership team that if you went and talked to them and said, hey, here's my convictions, here's why we're leaving— Let's put it this way. If someone came and did that to me, I would say, God bless you. You've thought through this. You've prayed through this. I you, just, would have, you would respect I, them more. I'd respect them, but I would say I want you to be happy, and I'm, I hope you're happy. Yeah. So that that would be my only suggestion. Well, and then, I mean, to, to finish off with this, as someone who has a, a dad who is a pastor, and then you being a pastor, Pastor Anthony, um, wouldn't you agree that you would much, 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 much prefer that someone tell you that they're going to a different church now than you them t- than you finding out they're not going to church at all. Yeah. Well, again, go back to the family at dinner. Right. Because now it's now so and so is missing. 
and now you're worried about them only to find out that they set up dinner at the at, at a table you know 10 houses down or in another place and now you're left wondering did you do something or are they mad at you right. or you know uh, the, the family illustration is is just so simple and it's really what what being a part of a, chur- a church is so yeah um so we're not saying there's never time to do that we're saying that if if there is a reason let it be legitimate if there, there's a lot of reasons why you may think you may want to leave, but you really shouldn't, you can work through those. Um, again, this is to help you navigate life. If you have ever left a church, drop us a comment. If you uh, maybe thought through some of those issues and stayed and we're glad you did, drop us a comment. Or if there's something we're missing or a question you have, we'd love to interact with you. So um, I felt like we've done enough today. I hope this blesses you, and we definitely look forward to connecting with you next time.